1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Diana Chen. And I'm here today with my co host, Matthew Gold, co founder and CEO of unstoppable domains. And we're here today to talk all about what blockchain domains actually are. Hey, Matthew, how's it going?
0: Good, yeah. I figured we're about almost 10 episodes in now, so we should probably do an episode about blockchain domains. Um,
1: It's about time. We probably should have started with this, but better late than never. Uh, So to kick us off, why don't you just tell us what is a blockchain domain?
0: Okay, well, before we dive into blockchain domains, I think it's a good idea to kind of backtrack and talk about regular domains. So everybody knows a regular domain on the internet. You type it into the address bar, and it looks up Uh, records for you that allow you to find the server that displays the website so that's what that's what's happening on the back end and most people don't know this about uh, regular domain names but they tried to do a lot of really cool things with regular domain names in the when they first came out they wanted they wanted to have like some sort of payments protocol everyone knows email email works based on your domain and there's a lot of records that happen on domain names uh, that are useful for uh, developers and sysadmins, etc uh, right now but they never really got regular domain names to be uh, useful for end users so that's kind of where uh, blockchain domains come in and and so uh you know we've had like uh, 30 years of regular domain names and the underlying tech is just ready to have an update to expand the number of use cases Traditional domain names, there's about 350 million uh, registrations. And the vast majority of those registrations are if you have a, a small business uh, or you have a large company and you're trying to you know, sell products online. Most people don't think about domain names as uh, digital identifiers or endpoints for themselves. Uh, media brands accepted. You know, like if you're like a politician or something, you may have a, a personal website that gets a bit of traffic. So I would say that's that's kind of the a little bit of the backstory of regular domain names. And then so what is a blockchain domain name? Well, blockchain domain names are domain name systems that are a suite of smart contracts, They're basically software. It's written on a public blockchain. Uh, that means that anyone can take a look at the records. And the big differentiating factors between blockchain domain names and traditional domain names is that uh, blockchain domain names are uh, held in the user's wallet. So unlike .com domain names, which are living on a server, um, and Verisign is actually the owner of .com, uh, there's no central server for blockchain domain names. They are on this public registry. And what's really nice about having it public is that it gives you a, a new security model. We actually think it's more secure where each user uh, holds the permissions to make updates their domain name in their pocket so you don't have to worry about um the servers at verisign getting hacked or you know your domain name stolen because you have it in your wallet now instead of their their wallet the other cool thing about that is it takes a system that is uh, permissioned and, and makes it open so that you can uh build more applications on top of it so those are the those are the really big differences between traditional domain names and blockchain domain names is traditional ones are uh, they are controlled inside these servers by verisign and because or by whoever the company is that owns that domain extension and it's difficult for developers to get in there and really innovate on top of it because it's behind this uh, walled garden essentially blockchain domain names are on public blockchains and anyone can open up and read the smart contract code. And if you want to build applications or interesting things to work with blockchain domain names, you can actually look at the spec, design your own little program on top, and then kind of run like an app. So I think blockchain domain names are more, much more you know, self-custody in a platform as opposed to traditional domain names, which are kind of like uh, designed with one set of features in mind.
1: Got it. So basically, if you want to have more control over your domain name, over your online identity, things like that, then blockchain domains is the way to go. Whereas with traditional domains, you sort of give control over all of those assets to a corporation.
0: Yes. And uh, just to reiterate, the blockchain domains are much more uh, open just by design, because uh, anyone can inspect the records by looking at them up themselves or anyone could build additional software to interface with it it's this permissionless innovation that's super interesting and for people in the crypto space you all know the the DeFi space the decentralized finance and it's super interesting because all these different little projects who want to do financial applications on the blockchain can all talk to each other very easily and this is a problem that we have with the traditional web specifically with domain names is there's not really a great way to plug domain names Traditional domain names into um, other types of uh, software applications that may want to interact with them. Just as a really simple example, uh, like, wouldn't it be great if uh, you had a, a domain name for a, a project that was actually uh, uh, controlled by a, a piece of software, like a smart contract, instead of being held by an individual? There's a lot of uh, like open source projects. And, you know, who owns a domain name becomes an issue. And what if we could put it into uh, something where multiple people could have access um, much more easily than having like a centralized account on like GoDaddy or something to, to make some updates. So this the pro- programmatic aspect of blockchain domains is something that's very different from traditional domain names. And really at the beginning of seeing what kind of cool little programs you can write to, to run on top or alongside blockchain domains.
1: Got it. Got it. So I, I know there isn't a very long history of blockchain domains. This is still a relatively new thing. But um, let's just dive into the history, the short history a little bit. When was the first blockchain domain created? Who created it? Who, who are the competitors in this area? How has it evolved so far? Talk about all of these things.
0: Yeah, uh, the first it's actually interesting. Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency out there and it just dealt with transferring around bitcoin so it was a financial application and then one of the very next ones i don't know if it was the second one but i I think it may have been was actually Namecoin so Namecoin was the first blockchain based uh, domain name system Uh, it is it mines with bitcoin and they call it merge mining but basically it just means that if you're running a bitcoin miner you can also run a miner for Namecoin at the same time i'm not going to go too deep into that Uh, and They have a system for registering domains on Bitcoin. Now, uh, that was like V0 for blockchain domain names. And there's a lot of limitations around building a naming system where you don't have a uh, expressive uh, programming language. And Namecoin does not have an expressive programming language because it's built essentially using Bitcoin's. Uh, like technology stack so that was the the first time you saw blockchain names uh, come out and there were several other uh, like there's been lots of attempts over the last decade since uh, namecoin to uh, build a successful uh, naming system but i would say the next kind of point in time where there was a big uh, step up was after smart contract blockchains came out and uh, ethereum was the first one of those and the reason why that was so interesting is because now you could have uh, much more easily uh, express complex uh, relationships. And <laughs> what do I mean by that? Now, I'm not talking about dating or anything. What I'm talking about is for blockchain domain names, like you want to point to your email server or you want to point to, um, you, you want to you know change what server uh, your website is stored at or you want to update a list of 30 or 40 different cryptocurrency addresses. Just that kind of flexibility to keep adding new categories uh, to the, uh, to the spec and then interact with other applications um, through uh, like programmatic, uh, like like if this, then that action is is actually possible on a smart contract blockchain. And so uh, I kind of break it into blockchain domain names where, you know, Namecoin was the very first and that was right after Bitcoin. And then there was, there was a several other attempts in there from when Namecoin out. To the launch of Ethereum. And then shortly after the launch of Ethereum, people started building uh, naming services using smart contract blockchains. And uh, we were actually pretty early working on this as well. Um, And as soon as I saw that happen, that's when I got super interested. Because as a technologist, uh, prior to uh, smart contract blockchains, I didn't think you could build a fully expressive naming system. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the technology exists now and you could do it. And so there's been kind of like a huge push in this space over the last five years to build um, naming systems on smart smart contract blockchains. And so those are like the two errors of blockchain domain uh, systems. And it's only been around for 10 years. And I think Unstoppable Domains has shown that this smart contract blockchain uh, approach to building naming services can, uh, can work. And now our next goal is to, continue to scale it up and prove people that it can work on a global scale because a lot of things in the blockchain space are still at like toy scale but that's totally fine um, as long as we can keep moving it forward so that we can actually reach every user
1: yeah and just one point of clarification for what you just said can you just go over for listeners listening who might not be familiar with smart contract blockchains are can you just briefly define that we, we can probably do a whole episode just on smart contracts but just briefly so people have an idea what you're talking about
0: yeah, so the I think most people know what Bitcoin is, and uh, Bitcoin is super easy and very simple, and it was the first of its kind uh, for allowing you to um, track uh, digital assets in and then be sure that someone's not making a, a copy of them, so you can feel good like if you receive one Bitcoin that. You have the only one of that Bitcoin, and they're not making two of them and and making photocopies. So that's that's basically what Bitcoin did, Uh, and that was the only problem it set out to solve. And that's a really hard problem, uh, and they haven't really evolved beyond that. Uh, And but that's a great thing to do for money and for store value. Now the problem with now, obviously, there if the only thing you can do is track how many you have of something, you're going to be limited in. Uh, the types of applications you could build, and so what happened was there's a lot of energy after the launch of Bitcoin, thinking about, hey, how can we make this thing more general, uh, so that we can apply all sorts of different types of programming logic to you know, all sorts of like um, we can apply any type of logic to uh, these assets, and that's what smart contract blockchains did. So so you had, and that was Ethereum was the first one of those. So you had Bitcoin come out, and it's like, hey, we can we can now track uh an asset and we can the only asset we can track is bitcoin and that's it we just track one asset and then and then what happened was they spent computer scientists spent a lot of time vitalik buterin was one of them uh thinking about how can we make this so we can track any asset uh, and and then perform uh logical operations on that and that's what we ended up with ethereum so ethereum is what's known as a turing complete uh, uh a it has like a turing complete um or close to, for for running programs. And that means that you can uh, write almost any software program you want on Ethereum uh, and and you can express that inside of code. And so that means, theoretically at least, that almost anything you wanna do with any type of asset on the entire planet, you could write that into Ethereum. And there are limitations on that because of uh, like, how much code you'd actually want to put on Ethereum. Like you don't want to put an H, you know, HD video up there or something. Uh, but in general, you can do almost any action you want.
1: Okay, got it. So from a more practical standpoint, since blockchain domains right now can only run on the decentralized web and that's not a mainstream thing yet, if somebody were to buy a blockchain domain right now, what practically can they actually do with it at the moment?
0: Uh, so the two things that we're seeing people do the most with blockchain domains. Number one is set their cryptocurrency addresses and for sending and receiving cryptocurrency. And this is a pain point for crypto people anyway, Uh, just copying and pasting those hex addresses is very difficult. Uh, And so that's a very straightforward use case. And that was actually the reason why we started the company because we knew that, hey, this is, it's really bad user experience to send crypto right now. And we could dramatically improve that by building a naming registry for cryptocurrency addresses, and if that's all the naming registry ever did, that would be that would be enough because uh, you know it's a, it's painful, and we think that you know all seven billion people on the planet are going to be sending cryptocurrency to each other. So if we can just solve that UX problem, that's enough. What happened is when we started digging into it, we're like, oh, you know, we can make a <laughs> just like the Ethereum people said, we can make a much more generalized Bitcoin. And when we started digging into name services, we said to ourselves, at don't like, we can make a much more generalized naming service. Uh, and so the second thing that we you know, spent a little bit of effort on uh, last year was allowing people to make decentralized websites. So now you can point your uh, blockchain domain name to a website on one of these peer to peer hosting platforms like IPFS, for instance. So those are the two places where we are right now, decentralized websites, cryptocurrency payments. One of the things I said earlier that was neat about blockchain domain names is they are extensible, like they're very easy to continue to build more programs on because they're an open protocol. And so what we've been looking at is what other cool things can we do with blockchain domains? And uh, just like Ethereum was a generalized Bitcoin, our domain name service is a much more generalized domain service than what what you currently have with DNS 1.0. And so we can actually add sky's the limit basically and so we did twitter verifications for instance to hook this back to your social media account uh, i would say that people thought that was interesting uh, people are now connecting contact information back so they they have email that you can set up now uh, chat we had a chat protocol go out and all of these features are just applications built on top of this blockchain domain uh, protocol and like how many different apps can you build on top of blockchain domain protocol i think you can build millions just like you have at the app store and it's hard for me to imagine what all those are are right now Uh, and admittedly they're difficult at this point in time to make work because blockchain is still a little bit slow and there's some problems Uh, but from a pure technical perspective given enough time all of those little kinks will be worked out and you could have a blockchain domain that really has superpowers that's how i That's how I explain it (laughs) is like these are blockchain domains or regular domains with superpowers that allow developers to come on and build more cool things on top of them.
1: Got it. So who are the people that are using these blockchain domains right now? Are they Uh, just developers?
0: So I would say the primary people right now are cryptocurrency users. We have a lot of techies, just people in tech in general, who like to play with new technology, just like the early internet. Um, we have people who have uh, social media presence, right? And they want to secure their domain name to make sure that uh, they, if they want to you know, make a pivot into talking more about crypto, they have a... Um, like a relevant domain name to match that. It's it's also like the same group of people who might want a traditional domain name. So you know, anyone who's, who's a professional, maybe you wanna protect your small business or you're thinking about launching a business in a couple of years, or you want to launch a social profile in a couple of years. Uh, so those are the people that we're seeing right now. It's like, does your grandma need a blockchain domain today? Probably not. Uh, so, but I do think, and I've said this before, It's a great way to start learning about decentralized technology and the amount of usage for cryptocurrency and decentralized tech in the 2020s. I think this is the decade that it's really going to people are really going to start using it. And uh, so if you, you know, as as a hobby or exploring or learning about this, I really think this is a good spot to come in and start to get educated.
1: Yeah. And I think for anybody who, uh, who, you know, plans to be around in the next decade or two and is in some sort of professional role, I think it's a good idea probably just to go out and grab your name right now as a way to start, because your name is always going to be something that's part of you and, uh, why not grab that? Right. Do you agree with that? Uh,
0: yeah, I do. And I also grab some of my uh, like social handles as well like i you know grab my reddit username or something like that and it doesn't have to you know think about it like more broadly just uh, anything anything that you may want to have to interact with applications in the future so because we really think that blockchain domain names are going to be a good way for you to uh log into apps uh, in which you're starting to see already on some crypto applications most people out there haven't seen that yet uh but that is something that we think is coming uh, in the next few years
1: Okay, so walk us through now. If somebody's listening to this, they're interested in getting a, a blockchain domain, walk us through how to do that with Unstoppable.
0: Well, so we've made it super simple and it's easy. You just go to our website, you can type in anything you want into our search bar, see if it's available, click around. We have some categories you can click through, maybe get some ideas. We're trying to make that better to give you some better suggestions. Uh, but we try to make it just as easy as buying a normal domain. And one of the one of the big things to point out is like, there's no renewal fees on our domain names. So uh, when, you know, after you do check out, you do own that uh, forever. So you're not gonna pay us again uh, next year or anything like that. Uh, and so that that's probably like the biggest difference for consumers is that after you buy, you're like, wait, I don't have to pay renewal fees. So that part's different, but the rest of the checkout experience, we try to make as close to normal. And we have some guides on there about uh, claiming your domain and how do you set it up. Uh, you do need to do some blockchain interaction we're working on a mobile app here, which should be out for iOS uh, this quarter. Uh, So that will make it a lot easier for you to manage and to get that in order to interact with it. So, but these things do go into a crypto wallet. So that part is also, I guess, different for people uh, when they're then dealing with normal domains, but yeah, you don't need anything special. Like you can just check out like you would at GoDaddy in order to uh, get your domain name and then dive into our user guides and you know read through those and those will take you through the process of getting this into your wallet
1: yeah, so if you go to the main menu, there's a feature guide, and that's what I use to get set up. If you go through that feature guide, it literally outlines everything you need to know. Um, and as a non-techie person, I was able to get everything set up. So just go to the feature guide, follow the steps, and you you don't need to be a techie person. You don't have to have any background to be able to do it. Uh, one question I have for you, Matt, is when you go on the website to get a domain, you've got two options. You can get a .crypto or a .zill. Um, can you talk about the difference between the two and which one people might want to get?
0: Yeah. So um, they're functionally going to be the same on our backend. And we just built the dot uh, registry in cooperation with Zillica blockchain. Uh, and so that was our first one that we launched. And so that, that's the older one. Um, and then dot crypto was newer and that's also on the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, and so that's, just the back ends are different between the two they're built on two different blockchain systems so it shouldn't matter too much uh to end users it will change a little bit which it will change which wallet you use to claim it however again we're trying to merge all that with our new mobile wallet for unstoppable domains uh so hopefully once that's out they actually functionally will feel exactly the same to you
1: okay and then i've also seen some other blockchain domains out there with different endings like dot eth um Can you talk about like the different endings, talk about like where that comes from, maybe some of the competitors out there and how Unstoppable is different from them? Uh,
0: Yeah, so I would just like, so there's a there's been a lot of blockchain domain systems uh, over the past decade, and they've had different levels of adoption. And I would say that Unstoppable domains has actually done pretty well. Um, I think we've registered more domains than any other uh, blockchain system ever. Have to double check that uh, right around we're close to right around five hundred thousand um as of today so ensemble domain is definitely the biggest we're also uh in this for the long run so we want to build this over the next 10 years and this is really early technology so i would just suggest you're picking a company where you feel comfortable that the people that are building out that blockchain domain system are committed to continuing to push out that code over the next several years and really get it into the ecosystem integrations are also important um, there's not a lot of people out there that work across uh, the work, you know, in, in, in any browser, you know, it's all domains, I think was actually the first blockchain system to be in a browser at all. And when we got into opera, uh, natively, uh, last year and, uh, same thing with like, like trying to get into the larger wallets. We just recently integrated with OKCoin. That's like the first exchange. I think that's integrated blockchain domain names. So I think we've got a good team to go out and do these reach outs. And of course, I'm going to say that. Uh, and so like, you know, I think, Unstoppable Domains is making the best in class for blockchain domain names, and we're committed to continuing to make the best uh, blockchain domain names for our users um, for the next decade. And like I said, I'm going to be here for a while. I'm not looking for anything else to do. This is the only thing I wake up and think about in the morning. and It's what I think about when I go to sleep.
1: I love it. So give me your predictions, Matt. Tell me, how are blockchain domains going to evolve in 2021? How are they going to evolve in the next five years and the next 10 years?
0: So this next year is gonna feel kind of like the last, the last year or two, where you, they're just gonna blockchain domains are gonna to continue to creep into more and more applications. It's hard to project exactly when that tipping point is gonna be um, inside the cryptocurrency ecosystem, where it's like, oh yeah, everyone has a blockchain domain name. Uh, so I don't, I don't think it's going to be 2021, but I do think like if you look out five years, I can say that everyone's gonna be using a blockchain domain for sending and receiving payments because we'll have worked out a lot of the technical problems with uh, making them super easy to use and have all the features that people are looking for for uh, sending and receiving cryptocurrency uh, well. So I I think that, you know, one year, more of the same and continued uh, slow march of increased adoption for blockchain domains across the cryptocurrency community. If we look out five years, I think everyone in crypto is gonna be using these for every single crypto payment, or like eighty percent plus of them, and then if we go out ten years, now you're talking about how are blockchain domains going to uh, work with regular Web 2.0 apps uh, for things like single sign-on or uh, for you know hosting really complex websites, uh, exchanging data between users, uh, chat, email, all those kind of apps. Uh, that's a little bit harder uh, to predict uh, because it just when you have new technology. It's like when they made the internet no one could imagine Facebook and so now they're making you know we're, we have like the next version you know when they when they started with all the cloud things no one could imagine all these SaaS applications it's probably a bad uh, sorry probably a better look like around 2000s all of a sudden everything went to the cloud and then now we have Salesforce and all these other giant giant SaaS companies everything's a SaaS uh, and so now we have this new technology that's going to take the web from web 2.0 to web 3.0. And I I do think it's a little hard to predict what we're going to be at in 10 years. I'm excited though. If I had to pick one, if you had to hold a gun to my head, I think that there's going to be a lot of interesting things around uh, user consent for permissioning data as uh, some form of ID or SSO. uh, If I had to guess in 10 years, so you could use your uh, blockchain domain name to, Uh, you know, check into your Airbnb, for instance, um, by assigning a key or something like that. So that would be that's my wild prediction. And so don't hold me to that one. But you can hold me to the one year and five year I feel pretty good about those.
1: Well, if it comes true, we can revisit this episode and you can go and brag about it on Twitter and all that good stuff. There you go. Um, So when we think about the long term, then, are you envisioning a future where the Internet uh, Web 2.0, as we know it today, is completely replaced by Web 3.0 and all the dot coms are replaced by dot cryptos and dot zills? Or are we going to be in some sort of hybrid model moving forward where some applications are still on Web 2.0 and then some are on Web 3.0 and we all just coexist happily?
0: Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be like a hybrid migration type thing, just like we had with the original web 1.0 when everything was an HTML website, that we had like a bad time there where everything was flash for a couple of years and then you know everyone eventually moved over to javascript and had these uh, really uh, interactive and complex um, applications that are you know fully in the cloud. So and that was a pretty big migration, but every website you look at now, I mean, yes, there's still some HTML websites up there with flashing banners or whatever, but again, there's not very many. Same thing here when we move from, when uh, Web3 and all these decentralized technologies are integrated in with traditional websites, it's gonna feel like a completely different experience, uh, but at the same time, it's still gonna be the same internet, just in, you know updated to be able to have uh, more functionality for the modern day. Uh, and yeah, so I, I definitely think it's more like a growth, like growing together evolution type thing. Uh, it's not going to be one replacing the others. And then specific to domain names, I, f- I believe that eventually these uh, domain name holders from the traditional domain industry are going to look to adopting blockchain technology for their backends on their uh, domain names. But they're going to be much slower at doing it And they probably won't have as much of the functionality as the newer domain name systems. Um, But I think that like eventually they're going to start upgrading to the standard. And what's going to happen is all these Web3 applications and companies are going to force them to like make an update because you just you'll be able to do cooler things in a .crypto or .zill domain than a .com. And if that's the case, then like for competitive reasons, they're going to eventually try to catch up.
1: Got it. Got it. Awesome. Well, this is a really good rundown of blockchain domains. Hopefully this helped the listeners uh, have a much better understanding of what blockchain domains are. If you're listening and you still have more questions for us, make sure you get in touch with us. Tweet us at UnstoppableWeb and let us know what your questions are and we'll get those answered for you on a future episode. Um, thanks, Matt. This was, this is great. Great chatting with you as always. Thanks listeners for tuning in and we'll be back again soon with another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Unstoppable Podcast. If something I said today resonated with you, please rate, subscribe, download the podcast, and share this episode on social media with your network. This helps other people find us. And remember, The fun doesn't have to stop when the episode ends. We can continue the conversation on Twitter by tweeting your questions, thoughts, or ideas to me at Matthew E. Gould. We look forward to chatting with you and thanks again for listening.